0: Thanks so much for joining us. Steve Thompson in for Denny one more week. Andy joining us. Uh, Andy, always good to visit with you. Here we are smack dab in the middle of July. And what a deal for CCO listeners. I, I can't get
1: over this. Way to go, Andy. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's something we've been talking about for a while. We wanted something specific just for WCCO listeners. And in addition, whatever offer we have going on, CCO people get Uh, one year same as cash financing and a $200 Visa gift card for anybody that makes any type of purchase on any product for the month of July. That is outstanding. Uh, By the way, uh, if you want
0: to talk home improvement, Andy's the man, 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. Decks, roofs, siding, windows, uh, you name it. Uh, Feel free to call. You know, Andy, people don't think a lot about insulation in the summertime. Uh, They think about it in the winter months, and rightfully so, and when it's cold and we're trying to stay
1: warm. But uh, proper insulation is a huge factor in keeping your home cool as well. It, it is. In, in, with the dew points, what they are, people are noticing uh, you know, there's moisture on the outside of your houses, on the outside of your windows. There's, I've seen moisture in attics because of what, what the humidity is. Um, I was in one place. We had 95% relative humidity in this spot. The wood was warping. There was mold that was starting to happen. So it's not only insulation. You got to talk about ventilation. And a lot of times uh, dehumidification systems are, are in need.
0: Yeah, and Andy, when, when your people come out, it, it goes beyond taking a look at the roof and saying, oh, yeah, you need a new roof. It, it's taking
1: a look at that whole system because all these things work together. Exactly. it uh, it's The diagnostic tools that we use, Steve, uh, compared to what, what most guys have, it's... It's second to none. I truly do believe that. We we try to look at the house as a whole and really try to fix it. What is going on here? And we have a list of questions. We want to find out what the homeowners want. Sometimes it's just aesthetics that they're trying to take care of, but a lot of times there's things that we can do to make their houses much more comfortable.
0: Yeah, is there anything people can do when, say, for instance, they're looking at those windows and on these uh, hot, humid days, cool in the house, moisture on the outside... Uh, beyond the aesthetics, is there something a homeowner can say, it's time for new windows? Is it length of time? Maybe the windows are 15, 20 years old or even older. Uh, what what can people use as kind of a guideline when it's, it's time to start shopping?
1: You know, I used to say 25 years is is probably a good time to start looking at windows. But boy, oh boy, we're working on a lot of houses that have been built in the last 15 years, Steve. So I think it all depends on what was used originally in your house, what type of what type of windows were, was it a, just a builder-grade window? Was it an upper-end window? It, it really does depend on, on length of time, but some telltale signs you can see in your window. You see any type of mold or any type of mildew. You, you you see fogginess in the glass. You feel air movement happening there, and when we come out with our infrared imaging, the 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 we can set up a blower door and see if there's any type of air movement going on in your house, and we're going to be able to really find out what's going on. be honest with you, a lot of times, when we go to people's houses it's not the windows problem it's something else or same thing when we go to look at people's attics if we go look at attics it might not be the attic it could be something else well but we're going to dig into it and really find out what's going on
0: 65198992266519899226 that's good uh, for a phone call If you have a question about a home improvement project, we invite your calls. Earlier is better than later because uh, many times we're not able to get everyone on the air by the end of the program. 651-989-9226 or send your text. Same number, 651-989-9226. Of course, uh, Andy Lind is in for the entire hour today here on the Home Improvement Show on CCO. A lot of humidity settling in right now. Our dew point 62, not all that bad, but we're going to have big time humidity, especially Sunday and Monday with that excessive heat watch in effect and moisture management is is huge. Uh, it's generally is central air is going to take care of that. But in, in some cases, I would assume some sort of dehumidifying, uh, would be in order as well, because, uh, it, it's not so much what you you can see; it's what you can't see, and what that moisture is doing. And Andy, you brought it up a moment ago: uh, excessive moisture can do damage year round.
1: Yeah, we we have dehumidification systems that that we put in people's houses that that they're running. 10 months of the year, Steve, with where we are, I think uh, having a having that as an option, having that in your house, is almost a must-have. Uh, if you don't want your basement to spell musty, you need a dehumidification system. You're just running central air, a lot of times, yeah, it's going to cool the house, but just like uh, what happens in the wintertime, when we have the warm air that's escaping into our attic and meets that cold surface, you got that all that cold air, and if you have any type of warm air coming into your house or that, that's in your house, that warm air meets any type of cold surface from your conditioning unit, it's going to create condensation. I've seen that cause problems. So just uh, like I, I have mine set at 40% in, in the summertime. So it's running pretty much nonstop. And in the wintertime, I crank it down lower than that. But that's that's me. I have a wood basement, so it's kind of important for me to have have a good dehumidification system. But I know like... Out in my garage, I, I put up uh, some some old barn wood on, on the walls. And if I'm not running my dehumidification system, that that was going to swell to a point where I could have some issues.
0: Yeah, uh, one of the things I, I've heard over the years and talked to some HVAC guys, and, and they highly recommend, um, even if your air conditioners not not running in the house is cool enough, having that fan on 24 seven mm-hmm. circulating the air is a good idea.
1: Yeah, it, may, it makes uh, it makes a lot of sense. One. It, your conditioner doesn't have to work as much. Then when when it kicks on, it's doing a better job of circulating the air, creating the the same temperatures throughout the house. It's not just trying to uh, catch up. So it's going to be more efficient that way. But uh, yeah, air movement in the house is is a key thing.
0: Six five one nine
1: eight nine
0: nine two two six. If you have a home improvement question for Andy, uh, we invite your call or text. Great way to go is six five one nine eight nine. 9226. Andy, this kind of weather, probably a good time if you're going to go outside and get wet and fire up that power washer. We brought this up a week ago. I've seen a lot of people out power washing uh, their siding, their decks, their sidewalks, getting things cleaned up. But you got to take care, especially if you're going to take it to any sort of decking material. Go easy, right?
1: Yeah, I always start with the on mine it's the second to the the weakest nozzle. So not the weakest nozzle that that the power washer comes with. Mine's 3000 PSI. The second to the weakest nozzle is the is as strong as I ever want to go. I can go up five more sections on my power washer, but so out of the seven nozzles I have, the second to the lowest is what I would recommend on without taking off any paint and again, always start in some spot that you're not going to look at because it's, it's much nicer to damage a spot that isn't very obvious than a spot that people are always going to see.
0: Um, and Andy, when it, when it comes to power washing, you mentioned uh, you, using some sort of stuff. Uh, and, and there's a lot of products out there that you can spray that helps maybe clean that wood. If you have uh, maybe a cedar or or a treated deck and you want to clean that up, uh, some of those products are are, are safe and effective. Is, is there any one that you you generally recommend?
1: You know, if you're, if you're talking about cleaning like a natural wood deck, yes. Steve, uh, the, the mold and mildew removers are awesome. Um, once that's all done, uh, there's strippers that you can put on, but if you're using an oil-based stain like Sickens or Penofin, you're not going to have to remove that stain. So typically you just have to do a, a mold and mildew remover and then spray on a brightener and conditioner, and that's going to open up any of the pores of the wood so it can take the stain a little bit more, let it dry out, and then, then attack it again with the stain. Now as far as the rest of the house, um, don't. On just soap is is what I found to be some of the best stuff for the the rest of the house as far as the detergent going on, and then just again light pressure to take everything off.
0: All right, Andy Lindis joining us. It is our home improvement show Saturday between nine and ten, and of course it's brought to you by Lindis Construction. And Andy Lindis is joining us on the line. We're going to take a quick break right now. We're going to come back. We have a number of texts lined up. But we'll get to those as well. And uh, we're certainly going to go to the phone lines as well. We've got uh, Chris from Montgomery waiting to visit with Andy. We'll do all of that in a moment here on the Home Improvement Show brought to you by Lindis Construction. It is a Home Improvement Show with Andy Lindis, and it's brought to you by Lindis Construction. And by the way, our phone number is 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. Same deal for the text, 651 989 9226. If you want to talk to Andy about your home improvement project, let's go to those phone lines and get started right now. Chris, you're on the air with Andy. Hello.
2: Hi, Andy. Um, My question is I live in a townhome, and the connecting wall, like our uh, master closet bedroom, is on the other side, is like the kitchen and laundry of the other townhome. And it's like we can hear, you know, when doors and drawers are opened and closed. Um, could that sound, could there be like a lack of insulation, or how could that be fixed?
1: Yeah, you know, it can be, you well, typically the, the interior walls that connect these two buildings aren't insulated. So if it's not an exterior wall, that is going to be an uninsulated wall, so it's pretty easy for noise to, to travel through there. Now, having said that, a lot of times the noise is coming from the ceiling area. Because there's there's other materials in place there in the in the wall that can kind of deaden that sound, but sometimes it's straight through on the actual ceiling. So you might want to look up in there. That that can be easily done with some insulation or some soundproofing, but there's definitely a way to make it better so you're not hearing everything your neighbors do in your kitchen, especially if their kitchen's connected to your bedroom. I can see how frustrating that could be.
0: Uh, great, great call. Noise abatement in apartment buildings and townhouses and condominiums, et cetera. Uh, Chris, I know my oldest daughter moved out and her first apartment. And th- this this is, goes beyond college and dorms and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Her first apartment, it's like I can hear everything my neighbor upstairs is doing. And I'm like, well, that that's apartment living. Uh, good luck, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the deal. Yeah, i to a, to a certain extent. Um, ton of text. And by the way, the number is 651 989 9226. 651 989 9226. From our text line, I have side by side crank out windows. One of them has developed moisture or fog in it. A company told me I had to replace the whole window. Uh, Can I just get an insert? It's a double pane. Um,
1: yes, maybe. Would be the how I would want to answer that. It would really, it does depend on on the manufacturer of the window. Now, say if this was a window that I installed, I would, one, it's going to be covered under warranty for you and the next person that owns your home. But it's going to be replaced for free. And it's going to be a 20-minute job because we're just going to end up replacing the slash sash. So what we're not, we're not going to just replace the glass pack. We're not going to try to reglaze it. We're going to replace the entire slash, so the entire operating part of the window. So we just got to disconnect the hinges and put, put in the new sash, reconnect the hinges, and we're good to go. Really, it's a 20-minute job, and it would be done for free. Most manufacturers, we can get those parts. So it would really depend on who made your window. But having said that, it's probably wise to replace the whole unit if it's older than 15 years old. If one is fogging up and replacing, the other one's probably going to go pretty quick.
0: And uh, one of the things I wanted to follow up on, on that particular question is what, what is a good warranty? What should people consider if they're making that investment in a new window or new windows in their home? What, what do you think are the bare minimums when it comes to, to warranty, Andy?
1: Well, first off and foremost, uh, the the company doing it, I would want to see some type of lifetime workmanship warranty. Are they going to stand behind how they install it? And and, and that's important. Uh, And it's important because, say something goes bad 10 years down the road, you don't want to be the homeowner that's in a position listening to the manufacturer of the window and the installer of the window argue with who's at fault. And that's just going to slow the process down. So you want to pick somebody that is not only registered with the manufacturers, is trained by the manufacturers, but there's some type of partnership there, and they're going to stand behind their work. Uh, as far as the warranty on the actual windows goes, lifetime is always, uh, always something that I, that I look for and what, what I offer. So a lifetime transferable warranty on all parts uh on the window i think that's that's a really important thing now most of the major manufacturers are not going to do that they're going to put some type of year uh limit on it and, and uh like our, our infinity windows do have that but you want to see something at least 30 years where every aspect of that window is is covered
0: andy linda is joining us it is a home improvement show by the way denny Long. Taking one more week off, he'll be back next Saturday on the program here on CCO and, of course, the Home Improvement Show, brought to you by our friends at Lindis Construction. Uh, About a patio, we have a stamped concrete patio poured in O2, which we felt needed to be sealed to preserve color and integrity. When Mm -hmm. we applied the second coat of uh, a product, uh, the coating remained cloudy and produced a slick surface. How do we remove this coating without removing the color of the stamped concrete? We're in a bit of a bind here.
1: Oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, You know what? Let me do some research on break, but I don't know if it would really depend on how the coloring went into the stamped concrete. So is this colored concrete? Or is this coloring that was acid colored and put in with the sealer? If it was acid colored and put in the sealer, and you try to take the sealer up, you're going to take a lot of that color out, and you're going to end up recoloring before the sealer. But let me do some research on this. Uh, I have two of the best concrete guys in in the area, um, and and it shows they're they're booked for the year. That's how good they are. Um, there, I will uh, try to make a phone call here uh, on the break and, and get a better answer uh, on that. But I'm I think you're going to be recoloring
0: yeah and these stamped concrete it, it's just extraordinary what they can do it mm-hmm. is really sharp
1: it is it's as uh it's they're doing lots of neat things and there's a reason why too it's it's durable it lasts it's it's an, and aesthetically about as good as it gets Yeah, and you hear more about the concrete countertops even you do and we're getting customers that want us to like build retaining walls and do stamped concrete instead of decking Um, where that has been a request that we've gotten a few times lately that uh, seems to be a new trend.
0: Yeah, and Andy, I wanted to pick your brain about that a little bit. And by the way, uh, your calls and texts, always welcome, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. But I wanted to get into a little bit on the program today. How do you stay out there on the cutting edge with the very latest and new products and making sure all your guys are trained to install? Because there, there's new ideas coming all the
1: time. Well, um, there's a, there's a part of the year that we call meeting season. That's a Janu- <laughs> January to February. And I'm literally, and my brothers and other people around here are all over the country going to trade shows and meetings. And 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 we have really good relationships with all of our manufacturers. that, And they know that we're willing to test things. So you typically, if it is cutting edge, it's, we're lucky enough to be one of the companies that get it first. And we're testing it out on houses. Like right now, I have a shingle. Uh, that I want to put on three houses here in the metro that is not even available in the Twin Cities yet. It's a new new style of how it's manufactured, how, how it's put together, and it's going to be well, it is. It already is changing the industry. And it's made by GAF and we're going to test it on, on, on a few houses here in the Twin Cities to, to see how well it holds up in this climate. And That's that's why, why we get to test so much stuff up here too, Steve, because not everywhere across the country goes from 40 to below to 100 to Degrees with uh, 100% humidity, like we're going to have on Monday. You know, it's just uh, it's we have a, quite the range of, of of temperatures, which means quite the range of expansion, contraction, and 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 things that happen to materials. So if it if it can happen and it will fail, this is a good market to test it at.
0: Andy Linda joining us. Linda's Construction is the sponsor of the Home Improvement Show. Their website lindasconstruction.com and of course the phone number there 1-800-LEAVE-CARD. We have uh, time for many more calls and texts. Here's the number 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. We welcome your calls and texts. Coming out of a break I will go to Nick and Edina. We have more texts lined up for Andy here on the CCO. 9.34, the Home Improvement Show. Andy Lindis here. And, of course, the Home Improvement Show brought to you by Lindis Construction. A lot of great calls and texts already. Keep them coming. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. Let's go to the phones. And, Nick, can you dine in? Nick, you're on the air. Hello.
2: Morning, gentlemen. Say, um, Andy, about five years ago we put on a new roof with the 50-year shingles, and we put on the leaf guard at the same time, and I've had several experiences with different houses uh, with uh, Luke Panic, and he does a great job, Uh, but on the north facing of this new roof, um, it's shaded by a gable, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's in a little bit of shade in the afternoon, and I see a kind of a greenish um, algae growing in that shaded area, so I got in touch with the shingle manufacturers. And they said, well, send us one of the shingles. Well, I'm not going to climb up there and take a shingle off and send it to them. So here's my did, question. Did, did, Andy, did
1: we uh, install the roof? Pardon me? Did we install the roof?
2: Yes, you did. You installed okay. the roof and the, the then, leaf guard yeah, at the same you, time. Yeah, we, yeah, took yeah, off, yeah, well, we took off the original uh, shingle, uh, cedar shingle roof.
1: Okay. Yeah, shady areas can be difficult, and starting last year, they started to impregnate the shingles with a a different type of material so it doesn't have the mold and mildew. In fact, they they upped the mold and mildew warranty from like 3 years to 15 or 20 years, but there's some things that we can do to make sure that this never happens again, Um, number one being a zinc strip at that area. So what a zinc strip is, just a piece of galvanized steel that goes up there, and, and, and galvanizing is just like a zinc coating that's on the steel. That zinc oxidizes in a way. It doesn't allow any of the mold or mildew to grow back up there again. Um, shady areas, especially if you have a lot of oak trees, um, can be a very difficult thing. I have, uh, in back of my house now, I have two oak trees that are dead, that I've that I have to take down yet. So I'm hoping that this is gonna help it out. But I've had to put a zinc strip on what I call my new edition. It's not new anymore, Steve. We put it on I think it was twenty seven years ago now, but we still refer to it as the the new addition. But that, that roof <laughs> is, is never 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 sees sun. It's in shade twenty four hours a day. So it 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 never really dries out. So it it it's susceptible to mold and mildew. So I put a zinc strip up there and never worried about it again.
0: Yeah, and one of the things uh Andy I notice um I live uh up on the river in northern Hennepin County and I'll go out of my old pontoon and we'll float along. And you can see on some of the roofs where, where the, the zinc roof vents are, there there's none of that algae below that. The roof is clean and where that isn't is, it, it, it's amazing how that works.
1: Yeah. It uh people all the time we go out to people's houses and like, yep, my shingles the granules are coming off. I need a new roof. you look up there and, you, and then they see those black streaks, you know, and then they R- just sure. assume that it's a the the shingles coming out. But if you look at any of your vent pipes that are coming out and it's clean underneath there, then it's not your granules. It's you have mildew on your roof, and that can be cleaned. And sometimes it means not replacing a roof for maybe another five, maybe even ten years, Steve. Yeah. So just think of that. People are spending fifteen, twenty thousand dollars when they don't need to, and. And and shame on the on the guys out there selling them those roofs and not telling them what's going on because uh, my experience is when you when you tell people that kind of stuff that's how you that's how you stay in business twenty thirty forty fifty years
0: yeah and Andy that's one of the things your guys he brought it up earlier in the show today that that when your, your people come out to the site they they take a look at that oh no you you don't need a new roof or you know you don't necessarily need this we can do this and help you out
1: Yeah. Uh, and. And that's, I think, one of the biggest things when when you're picking a contractor, whether you use me or any of the other awesome contractors in the Twin Cities, we're pretty lucky. Um, To be honest with you, I I work around the country, and the quality of people we have up here doing our work, it it just seems to be better. I I work with a lot of different contractors. Of course, uh, LeafGuard, we work with, I think we have 30 contractors we do work for pretty regular around the Twin Cities, and, and they all do pretty good work. But when you're picking a contractor, reputation and reputation alone should be one of the biggest categories you're picking on. Not when they can do it, how fast they can get out there. You know, a company like mine, we don't need the work. So we're not going to go out and try to manufacture that we need to do your roof right now. If it really doesn't need to be done, we're going to let you know because we're hoping that five years down the road, next year, 20 years down the road, you still want us to do work. So it's not worth it for us to try to do something that's not needed.
0: Phone number on the program, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. It is our home improvement show with Handy Lindus, and, of course, it's brought to you by Lindus Construction. Let's go to Renee in Falcon Heights. Renee, you're on the air with Handy.
2: Hi. um, I have a basement that is divided by brick walls, so it's basically four really small rooms, and I would like more basement space. So my question is, do I try to take out the brick walls and open the whole thing up, or is it possible to add on to a basement, and then maybe an upstairs bonus room or something? Do people Uh, ever add on to basements?
1: They do, uh, on a pretty regular basis, actually. A lot of times, when if we're doing an addition for somebody and extending their house, it's going to be all three levels. Maybe maybe it's just a bonus room or a great room that's off to the side, and they're not going to put a basement in it, but... I know uh, on on a pretty regular basis, that's that's what we're doing. So we can definitely look at that. Taking and removing all of the walls might not be an option without some type of posts getting uh, put in place. It might be some type of load bearing. I'm not sure. I'd have to look at exactly how your, your house is set up. But something worth uh, having an expert come out and take a look at it and give you your options for sure.
0: Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where you got to be very careful. That's where maybe do-it-yourself projects can get out of hand. It's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, we we can take this wall down." Not so fast. Time out no. here. You better know what you're doing.
1: Mhm. Um, you know, that was one of the, when I went through the remodel of my house, uh, I don't know, it was 5 years ago, and I, I live in that old four-square farmhouse. Uh, it had that, that false soffit, but it was a load-bearing beam that was through there, and I wanted to remove that beam, and we went with a different type of beam that was a little bit smaller so we could hide it up in the ceiling. Well, I had to build a double false wall on either side of that, that beam, and when we removed that beam, my house still moved an inch and a half, so, wow. much so we had to try to move it um, another way because my, my upstairs bedrooms were, were – were the, the one door was having a really hard time closing, so we had to – jack things around and, and it, it took, uh, an extra half a day, but we kind of knew that going in. It's an old, old, old 1900 house that I'm remodeling. So stuff goes awry and you have to kind of plan for that. And if you don't know what you're doing, you can definitely cause more damage than, than good.
0: Andy Linda's joining us. It is the home and improvement show brought to you by Linda's construction here on CCO. Here's a great question uh, coming up. Uh, Someone from the text line. I'm soon buying a 2001 vintage home with vinyl siding, and it appears to have no flashing along the bottom of all the windows. What are the concerns? Can it be fixed? Is it expensive? Um, it doesn't look like they're leaking. Uh, Andy, what do you think about this?
1: I I would have to look at the the window and how it's installed and what he means by by no flashing. One. 2001 vintage home? Yes. When when did O one become vintage, Steve? <laughs> well, I, I'm kind. The thing is, I have an 08
0: pickup truck, and by the yep. looks of it, it's vintage. Uh, it, it's, it's seen better days, uh, my my uh, old Silverado. Well,
1: I just feel old now. My my middle kid was born in two thousand one. I can't be. He can't be vintage. Really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, no, but I, I I would have to look at the actual window. Sometimes the flashing might be it might be taped underneath the siding. Um, typically, you don't want to. Really caulk the bottom of the window. It needs to have some type of drainage plane. Uh, I wouldn't do, is this a nail fin window or a brick mold window? Andy at lindisco.com is my email. If the listener is still out there, take a picture, email it to me. I'll, I'll give you my two cents on it. And always, if you're looking at buying a house, have a home inspector that works for you, not the seller, um, or even your realtor, uh, do the inspection. I would have my own home inspector. If you don't know much about houses... Have somebody that does take a look at it before you purchase.
0: Uh, from our text line, follow up on the roof uh, and uh, the the mildew uh, or or the mold that can show up, uh, particularly on the north side of a roof. Uh, have you heard of Roof Max? Uh, apparently, a roof restoration project, a uh, product.
1: Yes, but uh, my way means you don't ever have to go and spray your roof and clean it off. So you add the zinc strip, then you never have to worry about it. The other stuff out there. Means every couple of years you're getting up on your roof, spraying it, um, letting it soak a little bit, and then spraying it off. So um, a good solution to get it clean the first time. But once it's clean, put the zinc strip up there, and you, then you never have to worry about it again.
0: To the full nines, it is a home improvement show brought to you by Linda's Construction. Let's go to Jan in Sauk Rapids. Jan, you're on the air. Hello.
2: We have a low-maintenance white railing on our deck, which has mm-hmm. mold on it. What would be a good cleaner that doesn't harm plants? As we have some tomato, cucumber, and pepper plants around the deck,
1: I can um, hang ta- up and listen. Yeah. What type of material is the deck uh, railing made out of?
2: Well, it was low maintenance when we got it. Uh, it's been the house was built in. Uh, we moved in two thousand four.
1: So it's uh, um, some type of composite it's material. White. That yeah, it's, what? it's a, what I'm what I'm asking. It's not it's not a metal railing, correct? No. It's, right. no so it's like maybe a simple. vinyl yeah well more well, than likely it's like a some type of composite wood material if it's got mold and mildew on it and i know most of the companies make a chemical specific for their type of decking um you know with I'm not an expert on the vegetable plants and stuff around with with the chemicals using there. You're gonna to wanna to read the directions on there. But bears, uh mold and mildew remover, I've had good luck with. Um again, I think it is as, as as easy as watering your plants beforehand, being careful with where that stuff goes, putting it on in a light area, scrubbing it and then watering it off and making sure that it goes away. But when you're talking about vegetable plants, I'm I'm not one hundred percent positive what chemicals are great around them and what Uh, what can be used and what can't be used. So I wish I had a better answer for you, but mold and mildew remover by Bear is what I've had good luck with on composite wood getting mold and mildew gone. I know Trex makes a material, uh, TimberTech, ASEC makes a cleaner. So all of those companies, any manufacturer of decking, typically has a cleaner designed for their decking
0: quick break. We've got much more of our home improvement show coming up with Andy Lindus. And of course, the home improvement show brought to you by Lindus Construction. The phone number there, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. And of course, uh, their website, lindusconstruction.com. L-I-N-D-U-S construction.com. More with Handy in a moment here on the CCO. It is a home improvement show brought to you by Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis joining us today. And, of course, Denny Long returns next week here on the program. We're on the air every Saturday between 9 and 10 o'clock. The phone number, again, still time. If you have a quick question for Andy, it's 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. And, of course, uh, you can send your text to that same number as well, 651 So uh, good luck to you. We still have uh, plenty of time. Um, quick follow-up on uh, the window uh, replacement. If you have uh, maybe moisture in between your window panes, it's a double pane window. Um, are, are those always filled with argon gas? I guess that came in, or, or do they put other gas in between the window panes?
1: uh typically it's argon but there are some other gases that that people use krypton um but krypton has has gotten pretty expensive uh the last couple of years but it does uh, increase the r value pretty substantially over argon it's just a, it's a denser gas so and there are some other ones out there but argon is typically what's used in between the panes now how it's filled and how it's sealed are, are probably more important and one of the things that I always look for on, on a window Steve when, when, it, when it comes to energy efficiency is the spacer system. The material used to hold the two pieces of glass together is important because it's going to be a different material than glass, so you're going to have a different expansion contraction rate on there, you're going to want something that is durable and it doesn't conduct energy very much and that's why stainless steel is what's picked by almost every major major window manufacturer around the country there's a lot of things that come out there was something called swiggle and that led to a lot of seal failure any of the super spacers or foam or anything like that all that stuff has catastrophic seal failure five to seven years down down the road and if I see seal failure on a house that is less than ten years old it's usually because it was an installation error or they have one of those Inferior spacer systems used on the glass. A lot of times it sounds good and it was made to sell the homeowner. And it was made as a gimmick and like, just think foam. Does foam sound like a stable enough material to hold two pieces of glass together? No. I mean, it it, it just doesn't. And and now now you couple that, you got foam, glass, vinyl, um, butyl, some other types of glue. So you got maybe seven different types of materials manufactured into one window, all expanding and contracting at different rates. That's going to lead to seal failure. So picking how the window is made and where it's made is 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 important. So that's why, for me. The, the good folks at Marvin, who you know are stationed in basically in the most northernmost point of the United States, they know how to make a window for our market and our season guard window, which was a window that we designed specifically for the Minneapolis market. It was, it was We went through seventeen different window manufacturers before we settled on that and I tell you in the twelve years of me installing the season guard window, I can count on one hand how many seal failures I've had. And every one of those sealless failures was replaced with zero out-of-pocket expense for the customer because it's covered for you and the next person that owns the house. So it's as good as it gets.
0: Let's go to the phone. So, uh, John, you're on the air. Hello.
2: Hey, um, I have a question. Um, generally, after you uh, wash a deck, like with a bleach product from, say, a box store, uh, how much time, 24 hours, 48 hours, you need to wait to stain? And it's a kind of oil-based stain I'd be using. And is it too hot right now to do it?
1: Almost. Um, I, I don't like staining stuff and, and putting stuff when it's as hot and humid as it is right now. I would hold off for, for some, some calmer weather if it were me, and I, and I could. Now, having said that, there's certain s- scenarios where it just has to get done this week, and there's a way to do it. Um, you just got to follow the directions and, and, and don't don't worry about go to like a Sherwin Williams and talk to them about what's going on and they're going to help you help you adjust. Now, twenty four hours is a good rule of thumb, but if you go to any box store and you can get these things called a moisture meter and what it does is you set it to the specific wood probably cedar on your deck and it's going to you got a little two little prongs you put in there and it's going to tell you the moisture content of the wood and you can just look that up online what the proper percentage of moisture content is for this wood and when that's reading normal then you can apply the stain now when you say you're putting like a bleach product on that that's usually the cleaner i would do one more step if i were you and if you're using an oil-based stain and that would be a brightener and conditioner the brightener conditioner what it does is and even like on a brand new deck sieve it's important because decking like cedar goes through a saw that saw is going to create some type of heat that heat can sometimes close the pores of the wood Mm. they call it a mill glaze and what this Brightener conditioner does, it just opens up the pores of the wood so you get maximum penetration of the oil-based stain. And that's typically why we're using oil-based stains anyways is because we want it to penetrate the wood.
0: Uh, Jerry is up next. Jerry in St. Paul, you're on the Home Improvement Show with Andy Lindis.
2: Yeah, hello there. Uh, Andy, uh, I'm thinking about having a carport built, and I, I want to come out maybe 8 feet from my garage and I don't want any post on the ground. Is it possible to support a carport from my garage, you know, without any ground post?
1: Um, eight feet. You know, uh, anything is possible, but you might not like the cost of the truss system. In order to make that happen, you know, uh, most of uh, most anything—I shouldn't say anything is possible. A lot of things are possible. It all depends on how you want to engineer it. And I, I know, like uh, on my, I have a 16-foot lean-to, and I put a post every 30 feet. I want to say. Um, all, along it and and I ended up using a, a just a regular truss system but I could have went with a vaulted ceiling and, and and maybe put in a few more posts but I don't know if you're going to be able to get rid of all posts together I would have to sit down and design it with somebody and, and come up with a solution but it's definitely worth uh, going and uh, you know just go to any lumber yard and tell them what you want to do and they're going to be able to tell you what the costs are and what the materialists are and even if it's possible and, this is uh, where Lumber Yards beat box stores every day of the week. Yeah, and, Yards, well, and, and not that only that,
0: that I would think, Andy, the building inspector would have some say in that uh, whole proceeding and want to take a look at that design pretty carefully. Uh, we're just about out of time on the program, but I, I want to circle back around to that incredible deal for CCO listeners.
1: Well, right now we are running 50% off labor on the installation of LeafGuard gutter, SeasonGuard windows, Infinity window by Marvin, GAF asphalt roofing. In addition to that, CCO listeners only get 12 months interest refinancing and a $200 Visa gift card. And this is for the month of July only. You can go online, uh, LinusConstruction.com, call us at 1 800 LeafGuard. Look us up on any social media, Pinterest, House, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. We're, we're all over all of them. You can find us on any of those, and we'll do our best to take care of you.
0: And uh, the website's a good one, lindasconstruction.com, and, of course, one 800 leaf Andy, I got one more question for you here at the end of the program. Mm-hmm. How are you going to stay cool this weekend? It's going to be hot.
1: Lots of breaks. Um, Monday morning, it's going to be the theme all around. Everybody's going to be getting cases of water, cases of Gatorade, and our safety guy is going to be a busy guy this week visiting job sites. And uh, If you're working outside with people, keep an eye on each other because I've been in some situations that that got dangerous really quick because we were young and dumb, and it's it's nothing to joke around with. This time of year, you're working outside, you have people working outside, it can get dangerous. You know, it's just because it's 95 outside, it might be, it doesn't take long.
0: All right, Andy, you have a great day. Thanks. You too. It is a home improvement show with Andy Lindus brought to you by Lindus Construction.